Today we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to read the first case in a new book that has just recently been published called The Christian Counselor's Casebook. Uh, we produced this book in order to help Christian workers to develop a skill at dealing with problems and problem situations. But I'm going to take this case because so many of you who listen are people who uh, really are concerned about helping others, not just merely getting help for yourselves. And the more you help others, the more you find that people call upon you, and often they'll phone you at various times of the day or night for help. Well, we can't give you a complete counseling course over the radio, obviously, in nine-minute segments. But there is one situation which we often find people are unprepared for in counseling. It may never happen to you, but on the other hand, it may happen. And if you have thought it through ahead of time, you may save someone's life. So let's think about this case. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to make just a few comments. I can't give you a full uh, rundown on the case, but uh, just a few comments that might be of help to put you in a shape where if this ever occurs, you would know what to do about the problem. Here's the case. I'll read it. Your telephone rings one morning at 1 o'clock, and you find yourself speaking with Mary, a middle-aged married woman, the mother of two teenagers, who together with her family is a member of your congregation. You have noticed that she has missed services recently, but you had no other indication of any difficulty. However, there is no doubt in your mind as you listen to her now that she has been drinking heavily, and worse yet, she is threatening to commit suicide. You talk, trying to get the story. Her response to your questions about how she speak, uh, expects to take her life is both swift and frightening. She says, the pistol is at my head as I speak. You urge Mary to talk over her problem, assuring her that the situation indeed is serious and should get immediate attention, but she refuses to tell you anything more unless you swear never to reveal to anyone what she tells you. Now there's a kind of case that presents us with a real sticky problem. I hope that you never have to face this, but you may. You never know. So let's think about it a little bit ahead of time. Obviously, careful church discipline might have prevented this eventuality when somebody recognized that she had been missing services recently. If they had gone around and cared for her as they should have and uh, had uh, visited her and, or talked to her in, in some way, perhaps her problems could have been dealt with before they reached this point. But here you are at this point instead. The first thing that we might ask is, should we concept, uh, accept Mary's condition? That is, she says uh, uh, she wants to tell us more, but she won't do it unless we swear never to reveal to anyone what she tells us. <clears throat> well, the biblical picture, of course, makes it very clear that we cannot do this. We don't make rash vows. The Scripture warns constantly against them. Uh, it's possible that uh, what she tells you uh, should be revealed. Perhaps she has uh, just used that pistol on someone else, and uh, she needs to be uh, dealt with in terms of this and, and in terms of the law. Also, you don't uh, make promises to a drunk. Uh, the promises that you make are very foolish if they're made to someone who is drunk. <clears throat> so what would you do? Well, you want to talk around it. The very fact that she's drunk will make it easier for you to do that. 
And uh, one of the ways to do that is to say something like this to her. You can say, uh, well, I, I think I have to talk further to you before I make such a promise. Or perhaps you could put it this way. <clears throat> sure, I'll be glad not to tell anyone if what you tell me uh, uh, warrants this, if the data warrant it. Or say this in words she understands. And uh, so you want to try to talk around that problem. But how about the other two questions involved? The immediate problem of getting that gun away from her head, which is one of the things that you want to do on the phone. Uh, for one thing, you can say you can get her to take some kind of action if possible. Uh, possibly you could have her promise to meet you halfway. Don't do that if she's drunk and she has to drive. If she's walking, it might be all right. But uh, better still, perhaps, is to try to find out where she is and promise that you'll be there and that you'll go. And in the meanwhile, you can say to Mary, now, uh, I want you to uh, get out a pad and a pencil, and I'd like you to write down every one of your problems in a list so that we'll have them on a piece of paper when I get there, and we won't miss anything. This, of course, if you can get her to do it, would get her to uh, do some meaningful activity in the meanwhile and would get the gun out of her hands while she's doing something else. If she doesn't uh, sound like she's in a condition to do much writing, you might say something to her like, uh, say now, uh, uh, would you put on some coffee and uh, make some sandwiches uh, on the way while I'm coming over? Whatever you can do, in other words, get tell her to get out the Bible and read a passage, get out a pad and pencil and write down something you're going to tell her. Whatever it may be, you want to get her moving and get her active between the time that you talk to her and the time that you see her, and you want to get that gun out of her hand. The second thing you want to do is to get on your way over there. But in the meanwhile, before you actually arrive, the police should be called. Anyone who has a gun is a dangerous citizen. He is a criminal at this point who is breaking the laws and who may uh, actually endanger not only your life but the lives of others. And if you have not taken proper precautions to do something about it, then it's time for you to do so. So you want to call the authorities and go and perhaps take uh, an elder or some other Christian person that you trust along with you who's available uh, to help you to deal with her. When you get there and you get the gun away or the gun is gone or the authorities have arrived and taken uh, the gun from her and you start to talk to her, once you've gotten enough coffee down her to sober her up, you need to make clear that you take her suicide attempt seriously, that this is not something that uh, uh, can be laughed off or that her problem can be minimized, but rather you realize that the kind of life that she's been living isn't worth living that the kind of problems that she has faced and the way in which she's faced them are not being faced adequately. And so if she goes on living as she does, it isn't worthwhile. And that she was right about wanting to take this kind of life and get rid of it. But she was wrong about how to get rid of that kind of life. We get rid of the kind of life that is wrong, not by putting it out of the way through suicide. We get rid of that kind of life by bringing it to Jesus Christ and asking him to forgive and to change that sort of life. And so you want to get a commitment from her then to uh, meet with you in days to come or to meet with some other Christian who can deal with her more thoroughly. But the key things that you want to keep in mind is if anyone ever calls you and threatens suicide, get the threat dealt with as quickly as possible. Then try to to meet the person or go to the person as quickly as possible. But if there is a lethal weapon involved, be sure also to call the authorities. 
And may I say to anyone out there who's thinking of suicide himself or herself, you may have been a failure thus far in life. Don't end life by the greatest and most colossal failure of all, by suicide. Suicide solves no problems. A man who has to face men finds life serious enough, but one who has to go and face God as a result of his suicide will not find it any easier. God knows your problem. He has an answer to it in Jesus Christ. That's the way to end the problem, not by ending your life. What you need to do is to put an end to the kind of life that you have through faith in him and following his word. Lord, help us to help others and help us to know what to do when we are faced with great problems ourselves by trusting in Jesus Christ as we should and by following his word prayerfully to do those things that he has uh, made requisite for us. For we pray in Christ's name, amen.